Hey everybody, hopefully you're having a great morning. Welcome to Break the Cycle with DSD. I am your host, Dwayne. I am not a therapist, nor am I an attorney. I'm an individual, individual much like you that's uh, gone through a really rough experience where I've developed some tips and techniques that I share with you to help you get your life back, minimize the effects of toxic abuse and parental alienation, and hopefully help you get a little piece of your life back and provide you some hope along the way. Remember that only a licensed professional can diagnose somebody with a personality disorder, so do not go around telling everybody that you have diagnosed your ex, that you figured them out, you know who they are. Don't do that. It just creates a whole heck of a lot of problems, puts your credibility at risk, and doesn't help you at all. If you like what's going on here and you want to support the channel, you can do so by becoming a channel member over on YouTube. You can do that by going to the channel, hitting the join button, and wish you when you do, you get special badges, custom emojis, and your names listed in the credits, access, access to member-only events, and a member-only Discord, DSD-only Discord. If you like what, uh, if you want to get notified when I go live, text DSD Live to 844-598-0012. That's DSD Live 598-844-598-0012. Sorry about that. And then I'll get you added onto the SMS list so you don't miss whenever I post a video. Also, hit the subscribe button, ring the notification bell. That way, hopefully, YouTube will actually notify you whenever I go live. Although sometimes it seems like they aren't great about that, which is really kind of frustrating. Got an interesting show for you today. I want to talk about a couple of comments. One in particular that I received the other day from an individual, and I'll jump into that. But first, just want to say thank you for all the folks who uh, support the channel. I really appreciate it. It's been a long journey. I've been doing this for about six years. If you scroll back, you can see a transformation of the channel from the early days until now. The pre-beard and the post-beard thing. Anyways, hopefully you're doing all right. I'm going to just jump right into this comment. And if I can remember how to uh, do some of my stuff over here, it might help me out. Anyways, it, this is from one of my older videos, my pre-beard videos, from when don't talking about don't reach out to your ex. And one of the things, th this is this comment is going to go through a lot of what this video is about, or what the original video is about. But let me just jump into it. I'm going to read through it, and I'll talk a little bit about it as we go. And the person says, "I made a mistake and agreed to meet with an ex." When he suggested after three months of no contact, it was the worst decision ever. Like my wound was hurting again. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. I felt absolutely broken after talking. Like something is wrong with me and seeing he got over already and I completely didn't made me feel weak and not worth, worth anything. After that, I deleted him on all social media and blocked him. Don't want to do that anymore and go through that pain. Don't make illusions about a person. Now, here's the thing. And this is one thing I think a lot of us get caught up in on these situations. And that is, once we have some distance, that bit of no contact, and if you don't know what no contact is, 
It's whenever you make the decision that the person that uh, is your antagonist, so to speak, whether that's a relationship, a family member, whatever, whatever the case may be, and you decide that being around that person is toxic and not healthy for you. So you go no contact. This is, in, this is very different from the silent treatment or discarding somebody. You, and, and, it, and it really boils down to the intent, the reason why you're doing what you're doing. For no contact, the reason why is to protect your sanity. But here's the dirty little secret about no contact that a lot of people don't really talk about. And this is something that I experienced myself. And that is, when you go no contact, it's hard at first. Once you get some distance and you start feeling some peace and you feel like your life is starting to, to get back to some normality, you feel like, I got this. I don't, I, this person does not have that hold on me anymore. I am not worried about this person anymore because I have healed from it. It's been, like in this person's case, it's been three months. I have nothing to worry about. And then, <laughs> and then you break no contact. Now, let me just pull this back up because I made a mistake and agreed to meet guys and gals in this particular situation. Stay no contact unless you have children and you have no ability to code no contact. Then refer to my video uh, hybrid no contact. Go to my main if you're if you're listening to this podcast, just surf on over to YouTube.com. Look for Dad's Surviving Divorce, DSD. Go to my main page. Scroll down. Mindset for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery. The very first video in that playlist, which is called Hybrid No Contact, will help you. Here's the thing. And see, here's, here's part of also the issue on this is that it's, it's actually kind of, it's good to test, kind of. Because then you can gauge how your, how your recovery is actually going. And in this particular person's situation, it was, as they say, it was the worst decision ever. Like my wound was hurt again. I felt absolutely broken after talking. Like something is wrong with me and seeing he got over it, yada, yada, yada. Here's the reality. And it's kind of weird. And I'll, what I'll say on this is when, when I felt this way, I thought everything was great. Felt the exact same way. Ended up, I can't even remember the, the details, but I do know that when I had to interact with the ex, it was, it was a gut-wrenching gut experience that felt like it ripped the scab open on the wound and like... No time had passed, and you and you were right in the middle of the muck. You have to take the no contact time and work on yourself. Personally, I would highly encourage you not to interact, to not 
get with somebody again, whatever the reason might be, because it's a dangerous move for you, for your peace, for your emotional stability. If you find that you do, now hopefully you don't like, oh, sure, let's go meet for coffee. Hopefully it's more of a trend. Nope, not transient. Chance. Hopefully it's more like a chance meeting, like you bump into them someplace. And here's the reality is after that meeting, if you feel like you have an emotional crash, it means you have not healed from the experience. You're still holding trauma. You're still holding post-traumatic stress disorder issues. Might even be complex post-traumatic stress disorder. PTSD is the normal, like, oh, I went to war. I was in an accident. Now every time I hear, you know, screeching tires, I relive and smell the experience. Like PTSD is tied to an experience, right? You feel like you're back in that moment. You can feel it, taste it, smell it, the whole nine yards. Complex post-traumatic stress disorder, on the other hand, You'll have this range of emotions, kind of like what this person, let me pull this back up, is talking about. But it's more of a grab bag of emotions and you don't really feel where they, they came from. I mean, in some ways you do because you'll more than likely be reminiscing about the person and stuff like that. If you find yourself in that scenario where that is happening, then you need to recognize that there's still more work to do and put in the work. And now the other thing I'll say to just add into this, you know, another way to test yourself without actually interacting with the person is keep an eye out on how you respond to conversation and events with other people. And, and what I mean by that is if you're talking to somebody and they tell you a story that is very similar or for some reason triggers, and I hate that word trigger, but in this scenario, it's real. It's not this fake like, oh, you've said something. I've been triggered. I'm offended. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a visceral response to something to where afterwards you're like, holy crap, I, where did that come from? Well, it's coming from that trauma that you haven't healed from yet that you need to work on. That's why in some ways I don't, I don't like when I went through this, and I don't like it when you guys go through these, uh, these events that uh, drag you back down. But again, the positive of it is telling you that, hey, there's still more work to do. Then when you get to the point where you're not being triggered or if you enter, uh, this is kind of the way it manifests with me. If, I, if I'm forced to interact with my ex and I, and and you know, let me just do this. And, and to be crystal clear, I avoid it at all possible. I make sure that there is like zero chance if there's any way around it. Obviously, I know coming up, I have uh, some kids going through some school stuff, which is going to complicate that. But I just stay away. But once you've actually started healing from this, what you'll notice is, is when you're around them, it'll almost be like you're evaluating it very disconnected, like you're doing it from afar, like from outside of your body almost. And you're looking at the person 
And you'll actually be looking at it going, wow, what did I ever see in this person? And you're looking at them talk and you're, you're looking at them do their fake laughs and, and doing their little things and saying their stupid stuff. And you're just like, wow, when can I get out of here? That type of thing. The thing is, is you make sure, make sure that you, what I'm trying to, how am I trying to say this? That you think about the interaction and you, you process, process how you're feeling. You think about it and you analyze it and say, okay, where am I at on this? And I would imagine that this person is probably thinking exactly what I was thinking on a couple of the times when I would actually talk to my ex way back when in the day, way before this channel, way before I had any idea about uh, a lot of the stuff that we talk about here. And a lot of us are searching for that elusive closure. It's like, well, maybe we can talk we can have a conversation, we can get a clean break from this, get some closure, and move on. But let me tell you this, a toxic, a toxic narcissistic person will never give you closure. They'll give you doublespeak, word salad, they'll gaslight you, they'll tell you all kinds of different things that make you confused, but it doesn't give you any closure. You, you, you leave the conversation feeling more confused, more hurt, more dumbfounded than you did in the past. And it's, and it's, it's not, not a good situation. Here, I want to, I, I, there's another one that I wanted to hit that this is kind of falls on the same, same level. And this came from a comment on a video. Why does the ex always seem to be having fun? Nothing affects them. And this individual wrote and says, hold on. I'm going on three years now. Still feels like we just divorced yesterday. I'm a little confused on this. So the wording is off, but I shall read it anyways. She is now a rich man, new car. I'm, I'm assuming she is now with a rich man, new car, new home, new lifestyle. While I'm stuck in the same depressing life, still, you're right. Comparison is not the way. This video was so helpful. Oh my God, I'm so happy I found your videos. I'll keep watching them. Thank you. So here's the thing. And this, this, this falls into also the black hole thinking. First things first, I just want to say right out of the gate. When these people find somebody new, rem unless your relationship was toxic from day one, and you're like, you know what? This person just treats me like crap, and I'm just going to stick with them. If, I mean, unless that's the scenario, which more than likely that is never the scenario, because who the hell is going to put up with that? You wouldn't. You would say, this is screwed up, and it ain't worth it. So it happens slow. So when you see them with a new person, remember that they're playing the same love bomb, bombing, fake game, mirroring thing that they did with you. The hard part is, is that whenever we're going through this emotional, 
destruction and seeing them skip along happy without a care in the world, feeling like, you know, that we meant nothing, which uh, the reality is we didn't mean anything to them, means to an end, like an energy vampire, they grabbed everything that they possibly could from you for as long as they could until they found, until they found a new target, a new victim. And that's really, going back to this, that's really the situation. They're in a, they're in a scenario where that's what's happening. There's a new person in. You know, the white knight has come in to save the day because unfortunately there are still some people out there like that. And you're sitting there comparing your life to theirs and making yourself feel like crap. The reality is with people like this is you are, you were living a fantasy and an illusion that wasn't real. Probably what happened is you started growing and setting boundaries and they went someplace else. This dovetails back into the other comment. And the, the importance of this is working on yourself. Take the time of, uh, and the pain that you're already feeling, dive deep into it and work through it, process it. If you're able to do that and find your peace, then the reality is your boundaries increase, your emotional maturity increases, your emotional health increases. And, then, and the side effect, I don't know if side effect's the right word, but the benefit is that you grow to the point that you don't need somebody to complete you, like the Jerry Maguire you know, line, you complete me. That is a dangerous thing to get into. You need to be okay with yourself so you can set appropriate boundaries with somebody so that when something happens, you're like, there you go. I don't need this. And if you find, and the crazy part is, let me just finish that thought. If you find, you know, a better, you know, a rich person and your life just turns into butterflies and rainbows, at least the trauma is done with you. And, and the thing I just want to say is what this guy is saying, you know, with his ex, I used to fear this. I'm like, oh my God, she's going to find a rich person, a person doing better than me. And they're going to have new cars and a new house and a pool and a boat and, and go on vacations, and the kids are going to come over and say, Daddy, you know, Mr. Tom, you know, he's so great, and he bought me this and bought me that, and we got a pool, and, you know, blah, 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 and it's going to be just like a dagger in your heart. That's, I mean, that's what, I mean, that's what I thought. And I'll tell you, the crazy part is, is even if they don't do that, just the fact that it's like you didn't matter, you know, it's like you were erased in a moment, because that's kind of what happened in my situation. In my, as far as I know, she did a, mine did an outstanding job of hiding her dating. Thank God I didn't need to hear about it. But the reality is, is that when, when it was like I was replaced with nobody, how, that freaking hurt too. It was like, holy crap, you know, I meant nothing. 22 decades meant nothing, you know. And it's just, it's hard. So...
just remind yourself that when that's going on, it's it's not real. It's it's freaking fake. They're playing their own little game. They're doing the same crap that they've always done. And as a result of that, they are just appear to be skipping along like nothing affects them. It's really tough. Really, really tough. So I'm going to wrap this up here because I think those two comments really dovetailed well with each other. And if you're struggling with this, you know, maybe even watch this, listen to this audio a few times just to try to drill this point home to remind yourself. But on that, I want to say thank you so much to the people who have become channel members and help keep the lights on. The names are scrolling on the screen right now if you're watching the video on this on YouTube or Spotify. Thank you guys so much. Uh, if you have a comment or a question, leave that down below, and uh, maybe it'll be the topic of a next video. On that, take care, and I'll catch you on the next one.